Yo, what up out there guys and gals? It's your boy Zay, representing that culture of dad, back again with a brand new Cult of Dad podcast. It's the place where we discuss all things dad, which is really all things. Now, quick verbal disclaimer before we get started. Although we may discuss daddy issues, family issues, and the like, this podcast is intended for mature audiences. Here's what we have real talk from and repping a father's perspective. Your discretion is advised. All right, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's your boy Zay. I want to wish you all out there a very happy, happy New Year's. I hope you had a good holiday season. I hope you had a good, some good times with friends, family. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming you dads, maybe moms, whatever the case may be. So if you got kids, I hope they had a great time. I hope you was able to be the best, most awesome Santa for them or whatever it is that you might celebrate. Just Wishing the best for you, your family, hoping the blessings rain down lovely for everybody. And I'm wishing well for everybody in 2019. It's the start of a new year. I'm feeling good. I'm energized. I'm refocused, dedicated. I'm happy to be getting the newest episode for the 2019 year, the 2019 season up and running. We're back. We're in effect. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining me. Be sure to like, leave a review if you're listening on iTunes or wherever you may be listening to. Share it with your friends if you think the content is good, if you enjoy what we're doing here. Let's spread the word, get this Cult of Dad movement rolling. Let's make big things happen in 2019, not just for myself, but for y'all, for the entire community. We're trying to see some great stuff happen this year and the years moving forward. So peace and blessings to everybody out there. Now that we got that out of the way, I am excited to get started. This episode, we're just going to recap a little bit about the holidays. If you checked out the website recently, we had a new post go up talking about some of the great value and the great lessons that can still be found, that can still help bring up that magical feeling of this, of the holiday festive season that just passed, which to be honest, seems to have been lacking in recent years. Uh, when you think about all of the commercialization of all of the holidays, religious doctrines aside, etc., etc., things really got to a place where it was seeming very much this, this kind of greedy commercialized holiday where it's being pumped out so that people can go out, shop, purchase, consumerism, etc., etc. But this past year, for me personally, for others I know, the vibe, the energy around has seemed to change, particularly here in New York City. There's been a lot of more loving, kind things happening. Um, the spirit of giving, the spirit of generosity in full effect. And, uh, you know, there's, there's some of that magical quality and essence that me in particular felt when I was a kid that's been missing in recent years has started to bubble back up. And it's been a beautiful thing. And there's been some great insights and some great lessons learned. And I definitely want to dive in, discuss it with my folks here, the Cult of Dad community, and see where y'all vibrating, how things went with your holiday season, and what things y'all might have to glean from these lessons. So let's dive right in.
Now, one of the biggest things that I experienced this particular holiday season that, you know, I talked to a couple other people and we were all kind of vibing on the same level is that idea of generosity. You know, that the spirit of giving, which is what they typically preach. When I say they, I mean, you know, religious doctrines, the um, quote unquote moral police, the idealists, you know, the idea of this holiday season as far as Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and all of these uh, quote unquote religious holidays, which have really kind of just become an excuse to give gifts and party and, you know, cut loose in a lot of ways but the ideal is that this is a time about demonstrating one's generosity you know and exhibiting that spirit of giving that's one of the like kind of the the principles behind you know the ideal principles behind these holidays that we just recently come through and it's funny because you always hear about these things when you're young, you know, the, the holidays, it's not about receiving, it's about giving, you know, you should be showing your love and giving to the people that you care about, et cetera, et cetera. But when you're young, when you're a kid, you just want to get, you just want to receive. So Lord knows for most of my life, it was like, oh yeah, yeah, spirit of giving, generosity, that's all nice, but I ain't want to hear that shit, let's be real, you don't want to hear that shit, you just want to get some gifts, you want to party, you want to have some excuse to, you know, not be able to go to school, not need to go to school, maybe have some time off from work, you know, celebrate, maybe spend time with your family if it's not too stressful, oddly enough, that this time of the season can become very stressful for particularly for parents for dads you know as i've discovered in these recent years since becoming a father this time of year is actually kind of stressing because you know you're doing all of this getting gifts for everybody maybe you're hosting maybe you're cooking you're traveling you're doing all of that running around, working around whatever your personal schedule is or whatever your work-life balance might be, this is just all added stress to the to the mix, right? So, that being said, you know, one of the biggest benefits has always seemed to be, you know, at least I'm going to get some gifts and people are going to show how much they love me. And, well, you know, when you're a kid, you know, you want some cool stuff to play with. Or as you get older, you know, you want some nice clothes. You know, it's always an excuse to receive, you know, everybody wants to get and feel validated by that giving. But that principle of generosity is something that always fell to the wayside. Now, getting into this idea of the spirit of giving, the spirit of giving in this holiday season, like I said before, when you're young, when you're independent, free, whether you're a kid, whether you're a teenager, whether you're just young and single before you, you know, get responsibilities, before you have to start stepping into these roles where you're a caretaker for for other people or uh, a provider for a family or anything like that, when you're just you and you alone, 
it's very easy to be in that mindset of like, what can I get? What am I going to get? Receive, receive, receive. Um, you know, I got my parents, I got my family. Who's going to give me what? I'm hoping I can get this or, you know, I'm on my own. I'm young. It's the holiday season. I can go out and buy myself this. I can go buy myself that and just have it be all about you and not necessarily think about what you can give to others or how great that act is to be able to be generous and to show kindness and compassion to others by giving of yourself, by giving of your time, by giving of your money, by giving gifts, whatever it is that you give during the holiday season. So when you, when you're young and free, you're not necessarily thinking on that level. And so every time you hear these things, I know for me personally, it was always like, yeah, generosity, that's nice. It's a beautiful, beautiful sentiment, but I don't want to hear that shit. What, what, what am I getting? What am I going to, you know, get or receive this holiday season? So over the years, you know, after a while, it just seems like it, things become so much more just commercial and just all about consumerism and just all about, you know, people going out to buy and shop and whatever the case may be. And and as time goes, as you get older from when you're a kid and it's less about your parents and your family giving you little gifts and showing these acts of love and it's just more about, you know, you're, you're doing your own thing, that magic of the holidays kind of really disappears. I mean, for me personally, I felt for years like I had not felt that you know, Christmas carols and magic that you get and the excitement and the butterfly and the lights and, and all of this. Like I haven't felt that in a long, long time since becoming a father. Even then it was more like, you know, my son's younger, younger years. Cause he's only six now, but in his younger, younger years, it's like, okay, I just wanted to be able to get him some stuff and make his holidays good and pleasant, even though I knew at that point, he probably not going to have any recollection of many of the Christmases before the Christmas of like this year, maybe last year. Um, but you know, it was still that magic wasn't there. That was always missing for quite a while. And I think that happens to a lot of people as you go through certain phases and transitions in your life. But that said, what I'm experiencing now is that coming back that aspect of the magic of the holidays coming back because of simply connecting to that spirit of generosity. It's so crazy because, you know, this particular Christmas season, like, you know, I've got my lady, you know, my son's mother, we've been together for quite a while. So we often have to split up the holidays between her family, my family, you spend some time with her family, spend some time with my family. We spend some time intimately, just us, with our kid, you know, with our pet, you know, just in the house doing all of that. You know, we want to make sure we try to spread the love, whatever the case may be. And times is tough, you know, financials and stuff. So it's weird. Her side of the family, we're coming up with all sorts of excuses. You know, she's got multiple sisters. The girls were all like, you know, let's not get the guys anything because it's hard. You know, the, the guys were the guys you get what you want whenever you want. You know, there's never really a need. It's hard to say what the guys want. And well, when they do know what we want, they probably think of it as something frivolous. Like maybe one of us wants a whole new entertainment system hundreds to thousands of dollars or some sort of video game system, which is just like, you're not a kid and they, nobody wants to buy you a video game system when you're a grown ass man, you know, all these things. So the women were all like, let's just get, 
let's not give the guys anything. They, we save our money. They can get whatever they want whenever they want to get it anyway. And let's just get for ourselves and we can get for the kids, you know. And this is like, okay, when my, when, my, when my lady told me this, I'm like, really? That's lame. But all right, whatever works for them because I understand how it is. And it's hard when you got a lot of people in the family, you got different pe- different sides of your family, and you want to try to gift everybody something, you want to try to show a little love. It's kind of hard to really be like breaking open that wallet and buying gifts for everybody. That's a platoon of freaking people, right? But, you know, that's what I personally wanted to do. I'm not uh, wealthy by any means, but like for me, Christmas and the holidays is always about trying to give something even if it was very little just something thoughtful something that just showed i cared that i'm thinking about you that i that i know you that i come to love you you know whatever the case may be just a little a little something a little gesture when you know when i was a kid it'd be like you draw paintings or you do whatever you know you make cards you do something to make some type of gesture and show that so I try to carry that through in my life now where it's, you know, I'm in a place that, you know, I'm always, I'm like, okay, let, let me give what I can give. And so hearing her sister say that and hearing that side of her family, I'm like, all right, whatever, whatever works for them. I'm still going to get the guy something. I'm still going to try to get everybody something. And then in my side of the family, you know, there's a ton of us, but a lot of us are really, really older and now we're looking at like the younger generation my son my sister has a younger son you know and it's like oh let's just get the kids something people are trying to make excuses all right whatever everybody do what you got to do what works for you what works for your budget what works for your family I, i'm not gonna judge that i don't really care because like i like i said earlier it's kind of hard to say what to get another grown person somebody who is capable of getting whatever they want whenever they want it right like and what they cannot get for themselves, chances are, well, shit, I can't get that for you either. Like, if you, what you really want is a new car, I can't get you that. I'm not in that position of life. I'm not at that stature where I can just hand out cars, right? Like, shit, you want it? You want your mortgage paid off? I'm not in that position of life. I'm not even gonna pay a mortgage bill. Like, <laughs> no. <nah. laughs> but you want a little trinket or something like that? Yeah, I can help you out. Whatever the case may be. That said. I can't speak for anybody else, so I won't ever make that kind of judgment. But I knew for me, I really wanted to try to give everybody a little something. And so that's what I did. You know, these days, not that hard online shopping. You know, I try to avoid all the sales and the stores and the chaos or whatever. So, you know, I was able to kind of get everybody a little something, a little something, nothing, nothing too crazy, nothing, nothing that broke the bank, you know. Um, And as we went from family to family you know we spent like a weekend up in the Poconos with her side of the family we we did gifts and to be able to like give all the kids all the nephews and nieces gifts to give all the adults you know all the guys who were not expecting anything to see them be like whoa you got me something too like yeah I got you something too I guess you know whatever I'm showing love I got love I don't care um it felt really really good it was very empowering right and same thing with my family go to my family not everybody can give everybody gifts that's fine but the fact that i was able to give everybody that i wanted to give a gift and see smiles on people's faces and know that i did what i could to to make an effort to kind of make that gesture and to show 
you know, just put a little thought into it and show a little bit of effort and just to show some love. I mean, that feeling alone really started bringing back that magic of the holidays, you know, back to that original point where I started this whole spiel that started coming up just through the shopping and being like, oh, they're going to like this and they're going to like this. And like to be able to step out of that role of what can I get? I want it. I want I want and really actually become like the Santa Claus and become like this kind of like the three kings who, you know, if you're like into the religious doctrine side of things who came and gifted, gifted the baby Jesus, you know, um, three gifts and while he was in the manger in the stable with his mom or whatever the case may be. Um, so to be able to step into that role and say, you know, I, I don't have much, but I'm giving something just to show my love, show my appreciation, something that I hope you will like, put a smile on your face, maybe you enjoy for years to come and then see, seeing people come around. Like I've gifted some clothes and some sweaters and like seeing people come around and be like, Oh, this is one of my favorite sweaters. You remember this? You gave me this last year. Yeah. Well now, and now they're like, Oh man, this is dope. I appreciate that. Man, all of that is just to say that magical feeling really came back in a sense. You know, it wasn't exactly the same as when you're a kid and all the excitement because you're all excited. You're going to wait for Christmas Day and go open your gifts and all of that. But it was that magic of Christmas still came back in the sense that because you're being so generous in that spirit of giving and really trying to come from a selfless place, not like I'm giving because you're going to give me something, but just I'm giving because I want to show love and that's all it is. That's all that's to be expected. I mean, when, when you get from that place, it really, it really flips the script a little bit and brings you back into that spirit of like the holiday season and like everybody's in the chipper mood and like Everything feels good, and like the Christmas carols when you're walking down the street, and like the lights, that everything starts to feel a little more magical, right? It's not gonna be the same as when I was a kid, but just to start to feel a little bit of that excitement and a little bit of the the happy kitty buddy butterflies back in my stomach, just knowing that like I can't wait to see them open the presents that I got them, and I can't, you know, and and you know, just put more of a smile on my face during the last month or so because. I felt so empowered by taking such a selfless, loving actions and making such selfless, loving gestures. So there's true, true value to this idea of the spirit of giving. Although it's something that you're like, yeah, I don't want to hear that shit when you're younger. As you start to get older, once you become a dad, once you become a parent, a caretaker, a provider, like you really start to come around on the other side of the coin and really start to connect with the that same energy but in a way that's much more empowered and selfless and honorable in the sense so the next point that I want to get to which Again, this was talked about on the blog. If you visit the website www.cultureofdad.com, you can read you can read all about this these points in the latest post. But the next point that I wanted to visit or rather touch upon is the idea of togetherness. 
Now, this is not something that's often associated with the holidays per se, but it's kind of an outcome or a result of the holidays. Oftentimes, the holidays come. What we do, we get together with our family, with our loved ones, with our friends, people that you really care about, and you spend that time with them. Hopefully, if you have those type of people in your life. Uh, With that said, that idea of togetherness can really bring more of that feeling of warmth. When you think of the holiday season, we're talking Christmas, we're talking all the other religious holidays, winter solstice, whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to call it. You know, the idea that it all falls in winter around Christmas time. If you live in a city like New York, it is not unfathomable that you'll get snow. You know, you'll get you know, like the old Bing Crosby song. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that shit, too. Um, but yeah, you think of these things and it's like, OK, winter, Christmas, snowing and this idea that, you know, a little cold, you know, this, that's the time of the year that happens. And so what you want to gravitate towards is the warmth, right? You know, we drink warm holiday drinks, whether it's eggnog or, you know, my wife is Dominican. So for all my Latinas and Hispanic brothers and sisters, you know, we drink coquito, all that good stuff. You, you know, you make it warm, you make it hot. You, you, you're drinking hot toddies, but another thing that brings this sense of warmth into the experience is the togetherness. You know, when you have people that you love that you can go and spend time with, and you can go and share laughs with, and crack jokes, be jovial, and just enjoy that spirit of togetherness with each other. That was a huge thing for me this past holiday season. Again, like I said earlier, you know, my family, we got a big one. So, you know, we're spending time with my lady's side of the family. We're spending a weekend up in the Poconos. We're out in Queens. We're doing this and that with my family. I took some time to go visit my father, met up with my older siblings. You know, I was able to take him some coquito and some drinks. You know, went over there, helped clean clean up his house with them. And we were kind of going through his bills. And, like, it was nothing fun per se about any of these activities but to just get together with the loved ones naturally you know good times start rolling people start reminiscing you start cracking jokes feeling the vibes of people that maybe you don't get to see oftentimes but you know that love is still there um you know I I spoke to a couple of friends. We was able to link up, meet up a couple of times during the month, you know, having after work drinks or whatever the case may be. And it was it was great. You know, this is this this was the season where people make that extra bit of effort to connect and really touch base and give these heartfelt sentiments to send love, share love. You know, that started off this podcast talking about sharing love, wishing everybody a happy holidays, a happy new year. So when you're able to do that with your loved ones in person, it just adds more of that warmth, which kind of folds into the magic of the season, you know, back to the magic again, back to that feeling of like, oh man, you know, first 
It was the generosity, being able to shop, being in a position that I could buy everybody a little something, even though it wasn't something major. You know, like I had enough that I could be generous and give to everybody else. That adds to the magic. Now, on top of that, it's like spending quality time, spending time with friends, my family, with extended family, going to visit my dad, seeing my older siblings who I don't always get to see often. All of these things kind of just added to that sense of warmth and that sense of like togetherness and really brought home the lesson of how valuable it is to be in touch and in connection with people you love, where, you know, in this ever connected society, we, we often fall into the trappings of like social media. Oh, I can, I can text somebody. I can reach out to them on Facebook. I see them on IG. I see what's going on. So you're kind of in touch. You know, you might not necessarily talk to them every day, or you might not necessarily, you know, link up every week or every month as you did maybe when you was in school or maybe when y'all work together, whatever the case may be. But a lot of times if you're not seeing this person, these people at a specific place that you go to regularly, like school or like work, then these relationships tend to build space and tend to drift and tend to distance over time. Right. And we get so caught up in this whole social media thing and our ever connected technologies, these mobile phones, the smartphones that we always just, just with a click of a button, you know, you can say hello. With a click of a button, with a click of a button, a little tap on your phone screen, you can, you know, check in. Okay, that person looks good. Even though it's the thing about social media, a lot of it is fake. People are putting up these fake fronts. You don't really know how people are doing, but, you know, we see them, we feel a little bit better. Okay, that they're, they're still alive. They're there. They look happy. They're good. Okay, I'm okay. I don't need to necessarily reach out or I don't, we don't necessarily need to link up and spend time with each other, but the holidays come around and you actually make more of an effort to do these things. It just reminds you of how valuable that experience is, how valuable it is to connect with somebody in person and to really check in, see what's going on with them, you know, share what's going on with you. You know, reminisce, have laughs together, crack jokes together. Just really solidify your bond, your friendship, your 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 family relationship, whatever whatever kind of relationship you have with them. It only gets stronger when you have that opportunity to embrace it and enjoy it together in person, in connection, in togetherness. And there's a certain warmth about that, and that just adds to the magic of the season, which was just another lesson that really hit me this particular holiday season as far as these are lessons I want to carry forth in the new year in 2019 that spirit of generosity of how me giving to others selflessly just in love just because I can just because I got it like that yeah sure I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna swag out a little bit I'm gonna pat my own back I got it like that you know I'm blessed I give a little something here and there I can I can bless people or you know I can take of my time to go and connect and really see and check in on somebody. You know, I can take of my time and really, you know, connect with family because we often overlook or, you know, underappreciate the value that family might bring. Or we, you know, we, we have our friendships, which we will take, take for granted, not take advantage, 
taking advantage of friendships is something totally different, but I sometimes get those terms confused. Um, but we will take for granted where we're like, oh, that's my friend. That's my best friend from high school. I, you know, we grew up together. So now that he's doing his own thing, I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, I check in on him. I hit him up with a Facebook messenger. We send checks, a text every now and again. But when you get together and you get that together this time with it, just like, oh, this is my brother. This is somebody I love. This is that feeling is not what you get through social media. And so there's a true value and a true importance there that is often overlooked that the holidays often brings back. All right, so a final point I want to touch upon that you know, was not necessarily a lesson for me. Not that any of these are really lessons as far as new things that I've learned, but just kind of ideals that I reconnected with that helped kind of help me reconnect with that magic of the holidays and just reminded me of aspects that I want to continue to bring forward in this new 2019. So this final, this final thought is about the, the, the spirit of kindness. Now, this one's a little less personal. This one is more of a blanket thing for this holiday time. But there always seems to be this bit of air of kindness when the holidays come around. And I know this is a little bit of a reach as far as like me saying this is something that pro- that touched me profoundly. But maybe with the combination of the other two and just that rebubbling of the magic of the holiday season that I experienced this year, that extra air of kindness was all around, you know, um, like there was a news story about a woman who was having some sort of issue on a train and she flipped out and started attacking random train members. Now I live in a city like New York that is cause for a fight any day, but this passenger of train, this, this, this train full of passengers, I should say, uh, actually kind of galvanized and worked together to kind of get the woman off the train and get her, you know, they, they got, um, a police officer who apparently was able to get to her. She had like been off her medication and she was actually missing from her family. This was like a news story, but she was actually missing from her family and she had been off her meds for a little while. So apparently she was on this train. She was attacking random strangers. And instead of a fight breaking out, everybody kind of galvanized, worked together to kind of get this woman together, help the other person who was being kind of victimized by her and help this woman to get some help. You know, she was able to kind of get back home to her family and they were able to get her whatever the meds and stuff that she needed. The fact is the family had thought she was missing. They were happy that she was just found. But this is not a common occurrence. Like this is something that these things happen in New York City. Typically, that'd be a fight on the train. That'd be, oh, people with their camera phones, world star, all of this. Now, I believe there was videos that was put out there as, you know, the train passengers were all trying to, you know, calm this woman down and, like, figure out what the hell was going on with her. But it turned out to be a feel-good story as opposed to a story that would have been really kind of volatile, let's say, you know. 
And, and that's not the only case. Now, don't get me wrong. There's still like, especially when it comes to like the shopping and the competitive nature of like, oh, Black Friday sales and all that. Like things get a little wild. Things get crazy. I live in the city, New York City again. It's New York. There's still stuff happening, you know, negative stuff happening. But there's just this overall blanket around where people are just more kind. People are wishing others, you know, happy holidays, happy New Year's, talking to strangers. You know, I I went, I went to do some volunteer work. I wanted to do some volunteer work. Unfortunately, I got sick that weekend, but I've also got, I've already got lined up um, sessions of volunteer work for the next month, for the next year, ideally, where I'm going to be working at a community center just because I was kind of touched by the spirit to kind of be of service. And so I was like, all right, let me, let me actually do this. Let me move forward and do something like that. But I do know some others who actually was volunteering at food pantries and giving food to the homeless. Um, I've seen people giving clothes, actual dollar bills to homeless on the streets. Um, a couple weekends ago, I was downtown around uh, the Trump Plaza, around Wall Street. You know, there's quite a bit of homeless people who be out there. I seen one man kind of come out. He had bags of food. He was giving out cups of soup or whatever from whatever store he worked at. Like, this is not common stuff to be happening in a city like New York. You don't see that all the time. You know, there are stories about cops who's giving uh, homeless people boots um, boots off their, off their feet, basically just to these homeless people who are, you know, out in the cold, in the snow, um, all sorts of feel good stories. And whenever you just look around, if you have eyes to see it, you will notice like there's just this extra air of loving compassion that people seem to give to each other. And that feeling, that vibe, that energy adds to the magic of the holidays. And it also adds to my own personal desire to want to kind of carry that through because for me, I don't see any reason why if you could be kind during the holidays because you, whatever, you're happy about whatever, whatever's to come. Everybody's in good nature. That's, that's an attitude that we should try to carry with us on a day-to-day basis. And that's an attitude that not that I've made a resolution because I don't really believe in resolutions, but I'm, I've set my intentions to continue holding on to that, that quality and bring it forth with me in 2019, as well as the idea of togetherness. You know, one of, uh, one of my points there is that I want to bring that aspect to the entire year as opposed to just having it be here in the magic of the season and you know really valuing and appreciating quality time and togetherness with the loved ones to bring that throughout the year to be able to make the effort to connect show my loved ones see people I want to see all throughout the year as opposed to neglecting them as opposed to just being like a social media touch base and everything is good but to really foster and cultivate these relationships in person. Same thing with the idea of generosity, the spirit of giving. Like, I don't necessarily need a holiday to be able to give to people. And it doesn't always necessarily need to be a monetary thing, giving money or giving gifts, but you can giving of time, giving of service, giving of advice, just sharing some love. These are some principles that I've set the intention for 2019 to carry through for this new year. 
but it's all because of that magic that was re reinstilled in me from this past holiday season, you know, to be able to experience these things in a whole new way and really kind of connect with that underlying ideal of what the holidays are supposed to be about. You know, never mind all the religious doctrines, you know, the baby Christ or um, the multiple days of Hanukkah and Kwanzaa where, you know, it's all about giving and sacrificing and all this other stuff. But, you know, just basic, humane, loving, compassionate ideals behind the holidays, generosity, togetherness, kindness. These ideas, they don't have to just live in the holiday season. And it's something that I was able to reconnect with, you know, and I like to think as any other body, yeah, yeah, yeah. In general, I carry these with me all the time. You know, I'm always trying to be generous. I'm always want to spend some time or have some togetherness with loved ones. I always want to be a little kind or whatever the case may be, but it's my intention to be more mindful about that and to carry that with me on a day-to-day basis in consistency throughout three years and not just wait to see it's during the holidays or just for the sake of experiencing the magic of the holidays, but to carry a little bit of that magic through the entire year. Because if we all could do that, well then, shit, this might be a little bit of a better place. (laughs) So those were some of the lessons that I learned, but I'm kind of curious how was the holidays for all of the cult of dad, the, all of the cult mommies, the cult daddies, the entire cult of dad community? How was it for y'all? How was it for your kids? Were you able to be Santa? Were you able to give the kids what they wanted? Were you able to kind of get what you wanted out of there? I know we all play those little games, little machinations. Oh, you're on the naughty list. You're not going to get what you want for Christmas unless you start acting right, whatever the case may be. But like, at the end of the day, once the holidays come, oftentimes we we do we're doing the best we can to kind of give our kids what we never had, to kind of give our kids the things that we feel they need to kind of grow and be cultivated. We're we're doing the best we can to be loving with our family and compassionate in our communities. We're all just doing the best we can. So I'm curious to know how was your experiences? Were there any insights? Were there any lessons that you all might have learned that y'all are willing to share with the fellow community? Be sure to hit us up. Reach out to the what hit us up on the website www.cultureofdad.com or shoot us an email, cultofdad at gmail.com. Send some feedback, let us know. We'll shout you out. You know, definitely if you're on the anchor platform, drop a note. Send some, send some love. We'll post your, we'll post your comments up in future podcast episodes. We got some dope things coming for 2019. We're excited to get into. I'm excited to get into. I know I was talking this we, and you're probably like, who's we? I mean, I don't have a grand team, but I have a few people who will help me out and do certain things. So I often talk in we because I speak about culture of that as the community as I envision it the few people who support me and back me currently. Um, All of those of y'all who I'm connecting with, those of y'all who I want to continue to grow this community into so that more people can kind of galvanize and connect and understand that we're all kind of sharing these shared experiences, going through these shared experiences together. So when I say we, I'm speaking in that broader general sense, but you know, all this stuff is always just coming from my heart to y'all 
with love. It's your boy Zay. Peace and blessings. Happy 2019. With love, I'm out.